The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let your motor run and head out on the highway. Life is a highway. Big wheels, ball turning. Easy is a winding Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our inaugural summer road tour powered by Echo and their amazing lineup of products online at echo-usa.com. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? We're back on the Summit Road Tour, powered by Echo. It's a beautiful evening here in Novi, Michigan, about 75 and sunny out there. Gorgeous, man. With Absolutely Jake Miser. Gorgeous. How you doing, Paul? Sipping on a little Essentia. Oh, it's- <laughs> Overachieving H2O, compliments of the Fullerton Unfiltered. <laughs> I'm, a, uh, here. I'm a first-time Essentia guy, and I'm... Pretty, you think uh, it's a scam or you think it's a it's a good hydration? I I'm see Calf is pumping it. I'm pretty pleased. And, and now Brian bought it. I like it. It's pretty good. So Jake, tell tell the people uh, a little bit about yourself. All right, perfect. My name is Jake Meisner. I own Jake's Lawn Care LLC. I'm 24 years old. I take care of about 85 clients, both residential and commercial. I would say heavier on the residential side of things. Okay, what city? We are in Troy, Rochester Hills, and Birmingham. Okay, that's near where we are here. It sure is. Absolutely. My dad's just down the street. Just got done with a workout, just like, you know, you. you I, stay I, noticed, after I noticed right away. Oh, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate was, it. You can tell someone who works out. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. What, what was it? Chest and try day? Or? It, actually, it was uh, shoulders and arms. Yeah. So, you know, it's Friday. You got to look good for the weekend. Yeah. Shoulders is always, that, that's how you look good. You get a nice pump in exactly. the shoulders. If you get the pump. That's the aesthetic workout Absolutely. Right there. Absolutely. What'd you do for your shoulders? Shoulders today. We did some presses, lateral raises. Just with some dumbbells or yep. what? What'd yeah, you we, put did, up? we did mostly, oh, uh, I think I did some 60s, some 70s, and then some 80s. Friday. Yeah. Right, I got after going. it, man. Got after it. So yeah, a lot wow. of barbell work, um, a lot of dumbbell work, and then for arms, we just did a lot of um, dumbbell focus okay. today. So absolutely, shoulder and arms. Yep, loved it. Got a nice been, little pump. Hey, how's the hotel workout? Uh, they, they, the hotel has no no breakfast, no pool, no no continental gym. breakfast. No, you're pissed. Yeah, I'm at the Hampton Inn over here. Brian's like, yeah, stay at the Hampton Inn. Place is a joke. Is it really? Yeah. Well, because of your COVID thing up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michigan's a little different with COVID versus y'all are taking it serious up here, man. (laughs) Me and Brian aren't, but I think other people are. Yeah. Well, we won't get political. No, no, no. no. It's just it is. I'll say one thing about it. 
different states are dealing with it differently because I've been traveling the country and it's like you're in Georgia mm-hmm. and it's you, you don't really have to wear a mask. I mean, maybe sure. you do, but there no one's really enforcing it. And mm-hmm. then you come up here yep. and I'm I'm walking around and they're like, you got to put your mask on. People are getting upset. I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, look at the license yeah. plate. I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So. Sorry. Sorry. It's all good. All right. Tell us about Gary. All right. So... I came back from college. I graduated from Grand Valley State University. It's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then I came back home and I was going to live at home at my mom's house for a year. And there's a neighbor across the street and his name is Gary. Gary's probably 85 years old. Dude is jacked. Like he's in really good shape. 85. 85. And he like looks 65 because he's taking care of himself. You know, he does everything in his yard. Been trying to like, hey, Gary, can I do this for you? Can I do that? But no, no, no. Gary's not having it. He takes care of all of his stuff. So Tuesdays is trash day. Gary, you know, he has that trash can out bright and early, six o'clock in the morning. I would take my mom's trash out. Not the night before. He does in the morning. He does. He's the morning of. Yeah. He's, he's a go-getter. Played it close. (laughs) Um, so basically in the winter time when I would be home, because, you know, we're not plowing snow every single day. I'd be, you know, watching and I hear that garbage truck come, right? So they're doing Gary's side first and boom, you know, I'm in the basement. I think I hear the truck. Yep. That's the garbage truck for sure. So I run out there, get the trash can and I pull it back up to Gary's garage. Cause he, over the last several months would take my mom's trash can up if I was out mowing or doing whatever. So eventually it became just a little rat race, you know, who could get to the trash can first. And I just kind of made stupid Instagram stories about it, but it was to the point where I was like yelling across the yard, like Gary, don't even think about it. Like I got this one. Yeah. It was just, it was funny stuff and good times with Gary. So definitely miss uh, living at my mom's house and messing with Gary. That's for sure. All right. So that's the Gary. That's the Gary story. I don't know if that's a letdown or what, because I had so much hype. I think it was Caleb Allman or someone. They're like, gotta ask Jake about you Gary. Know, that's funny. And I thought it was Gary Vaynerchuk that you had some story yeah, with no, him. No, I'm not that cool, so it's man. The neighbor I'm not that cool. in his trash can. Yeah. I'm sorry if I let you down on that one. It's all right. Fiance, yeah, that's, man, that's what's the cool, story though, with that, her? That Caleb brought that up. I, I think it was it was somebody recently, because they're like, Who are you interviewing in Michigan? I gave him the rundown. Mm-hmm. They said, You have to ask Jake about Gary. Oh my god. And I just my mind thought I must have had so much more creativity with my Instagrams because like Brian would always text me about it. I had a couple other people that would just be like, where's Gary at? Maybe the listeners thought that was fun. I just, I guess. the story was so hyped. I thought there was uh, more dude, of a I'm really sorry climax. I let you down. I'm really sorry. That's all right. You're good Samaritan, man. 85 year old neighbor, you take his trash can in. But yeah. that's goals, 85 to be jacked. Dude, it's crazy. I, I work out. Dude, no, you can I tell you work I out, I haven't man. been working out for the trip because I've. The dude, hotel, so it's come on now. You and I've been good. eating like crap, dude. Brian gave me Jets pizza. Yep. Uh, I, I normally eat healthy, but it, when you're on the road, you don't have a choice. It just is what it well, is. Well, you have a choice in the sense, like at Outback last night, I ordered mm-hmm. grilled chicken and broccoli. Nice. Why these jokers got steak, you know, lobster steak. tail, and all that kind <laughs> of stuff. It was good though. Brian's like, I, I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, he's making yeah. fun of me. But uh, Brian's a generous guy, man. He sure is. Letting us do this in his awesome studio, which is your second time. Second visit, yeah. It's an unfiltered studio. Pretty cool. For those of you who've never been here, it's in Brian's garage, and he has sound panels set up and, you know, back scene and mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I like that we can have the garage open, get a little breeze in here this evening. Yeah, it's although cool the day down. that skid steer was going, and then they were putting down the uh, you know the asphalt, that whole process, mm-hmm. it was a disaster oh, audio-wise. Gosh. Oh, boy. So 
Uh, fiance. How yep. did you meet her when fiance. you get uh, engaged? So my fiance, Samantha, I met her. My Got a fresh, picture for me? I sure do. She's a looker. Way Let's too, see. Way too pretty. This is, uh, don't forget, we got everyone uh, wondering what she looks like because <laughs> they can't see. This isn't on video. Let's see if I got so many pictures of our new puppy here. I got to find just a picture of Sam. I'm going to go on her Instagram. That'll be a lot easier. All right. While he does that, uh, thanks again to Echo for uh, letting us come out here and uh, do this summer road tour. They're sponsoring this tour, giving me the opportunity to travel all across the country. And uh, so once again, we're thankful to them. Let's see here. Samantha. Samantha. There you go, Jake. Now, does she have a kid already or what? No, that's her niece. Okay. Yeah. So we, no, no kids? Yep. Her sister just had a baby five months ago, and it's been so much fun. Yeah. For those of you wondering what she looks like, she's very attractive. Oh, I appreciate very it. Very pretty. Yeah. So how'd you meet her? So freshman year in college, we lived on the same dorm room floor. And mm -hmm. Sam was a scholarship athlete. She played golf at Grand Valley. Okay. Um, really good golfer. If you ever want any lessons, dude, and you are got some free time in Michigan, in 2018, her senior year, she was the number one ranked putter across all divisions and number two in short game. So the girl knows how to swing a club. Very yeah. good golfer. Um, so freshman year, we just met. She was really cute. She had a boyfriend at the time. I was a bummer. And then I just kind of stayed single all my freshman year because I just wanted to get to know everybody. You were just being friends with her or whatever? Yeah, exactly. We were hanging out um, just like here and there. You know what I mean? Nothing yeah. like, you know, at study tables or something like that. And then my sophomore year, I got into a relationship. She got out of a relationship. So it was just terrible timing. And then eventually at the end of my junior year, I was out of the relationship. And then Sam and I started dating. And I think the foundation of the friendship really helped yeah. give us so a So you strong, already knew her. Yeah, absolutely. We had a really good relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you play golf at all? or I do here and there. I just do. I don't have enough time for it. You know, because yeah. golf, you got to put in a lot of time and effort for yeah, it. Yeah. So she could probably beat you, huh? Oh, hands down, dude. Man. Hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. That, does she still play to this day or just she casually? Does, or More so casually. She does golf lessons right now, just kind of okay. on the side, making some cash. And dude, she's got like a client base of like 40 some uh, golfers now. They wow. come and just get lessons from Sam. So yeah. she just got a job at Top Golf. Are you familiar? Yeah, with we them? have those all over. Yeah, right popular. So um, she, the one in Auburn Hills, she started training there. And uh, who knows when it's actually going to officially open with all this? COVID oh, it's not stuff. open yet. No, they're not open. No, okay. they're going through their COVID training right now. All right, but yeah, we've been engaged a little over a year. We were hoping to do something, just very small wedding, uh, mm -hmm. just more intimate with family and friends, but now all this stuff's going on, so, yeah, so we'll Mike, see what's going to happen with it. But Okay. Yeah. So tell us the business, man. Uh, what, when did you get started? Absolutely. So I was kind of that neighborhood kid, you know, mm -hmm. growing up, 10, 12 years old, would cut a couple neighbors, and then once I would turn 16, could drive around town, hey, we got some family friends over there, and... In high school, I was an athlete, but also... What sports you play? Soccer. I was a big soccer player. Okay. Um, and then my senior year, I also kicked for the football team, too. I wish I'd done that all four years. It's a lot of fun kicking that football. So. Yeah. You guys... I mean, those guys miss in college and NFL all the time. You could have had a career right? out of it. Right. And guess who my neighbor was growing up? Um, uh, Pat McAfee? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jason Hansen. Okay. Detroit Lions kicker, Hall okay. of Fame kicker. So yeah. got pointers from him all the time. It was really fun to get to know a professional athlete and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but basically in high school, continued the lawn care business. Mm -hmm. And then when I would go to college, I continued it throughout the summers. Mm -hmm. And then into you know fall semester, I was going back from school 
and then going back home and taking oh, wow. care of the lawns on the weekend. And it was it was very um, small route. It was probably like 25, 30 lawns, but still like in two days. That weekend can, warrior. Yeah, exactly. Right for sure. And then I graduated my exercise science degree in April of 2018. And my business just exploded that summer. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be an entrepreneur full time. And so we grew from 25 to 30 lawns to mm-hmm. today, 85. Wow. Uh, I want to touch the exercise and the fitness sure. because I, trust me, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at my, I'm on a rough spot here because okay. of the trip. Sure. But I work out. Yeah. Right? No, I, you can I, tell. I, I, I stay Absolutely. I hear all the time from guys, I just don't have time. You mm-hmm. can't have a business and do all that sure. and all this. You're obviously in excellent shape and you own your business. Well, so how you. have you prioritized you know, staying diligent because mm-hmm. it takes great consistency. Absolutely. You have to, if you're not consistent, you're, you're going to lose. Forget about yeah. it, right? So how, do you, how have you navigated staying in fit shape while owning your business? So with- for instance, when I wake up in the morning, because I don't work out in the morning, I work out in the afternoon. Okay. Um, you know, when I'm getting ready for the day and everything like that, my constant mindset is I can't wait to get to the gym. Now, granted, I'm very excited to work because I love what I do, mm-hmm. but exercising is my passion as well. Mm-hmm. So that gets me through the workday. And then I know, oh my gosh, you know, you're gonna have that endorphin release, mm-hmm. right? And so what I'm doing, explain are, that to someone listening that this like, what's he talking about? Sure. So basically, you know, you might run into like runners or bodybuilders or any fitness junkie. And once you go through your workout, you're going to feel, and this is post-workout, you're driving home and you're like, you're happy, you're joyful, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. Why am I so happy? Well, your brain's releasing endorphins. You know, your uh, neurotransmitters are releasing all throughout your brain. And I believe it's is it serotonin, or is that the, the one that makes you depressed? I don't remember which I don't one. Know. Dopamine or serotonin, one of the two. And it's just going like crazy in your brain and you feel great. Eventually, they call it the runner's high. You get addicted to it. It's just like mm-hmm. a drug. Right. So when I have days where, because there are days, dude, I get super busy and the gym, unfortunately, it's going to have to be on the back burner. I can't go. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mean person if I don't get my workout in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just part of my daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to prioritize like there's a certain time where, okay, from 5 to 6.30 or 5 to 7.00 it's not an option. Like I have to go four five, six, whatever mm-hmm. amount of time you want to allocate to your schedule for that workout. Um, you just have to, even if it, it means pulling out your phone and having a schedule like, Hey, we're cutting grass from 8 AM to four. We got to block off time five to six for a workout. And then let's say eight thirty to nine, you're doing your billing or, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're, you're a jobber guy. I'm a yard book guy. So it's just, you have to prioritize your life. And the sooner you get organized, the easier everything is, man. Yeah. And then uh, what gym do you go to? I go to a powerhouse West Bloomfield and Mr. Brian Fullerton just signed up. So I should be seeing him there soon, getting some workouts in. Where are you pointing at him? Where is he He's moving the grill right now. What's up, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) How often do you work out? Well, on this road trip, it's been hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Um, I stayed at the Westin for 113 bucks a night. It's a real okay. nice hotel, but it's only 113 a night because of COVID. Yeah. And their gym was open. That was in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. These other places that hasn't been open, but uh, four to five days a week okay. when I'm back. What do you like to do? I'll do a shoulder day. Mm-hmm. Wow, Brian. Oh, a bike. Do you need help? No, you're good. Okay. One day when you're at your new property, man. <laughs> 
What happened? All right. No, it's it's no. Like, Brian's it's, it's Brian's moving some bikes off the uh, hangers from the garage, and one of them broke. That's okay. We're just gonna have to redo this whole thing. It's totally fine, Brian. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Man. No, you're fine. I, I feel like uh, Joe Rogan and Jamie. What are you doing over there, Jamie? <laughs> Did you break the window? No, thankfully. That's what I was concerned about. Man. Can uh, Brian, uh, Brian edit this out? <laughs> Marty? <Yeah>. Mr. <laughs> Pro- Mr. Producer. Yeah, Mr. Producer. Mr. <laughs> Producer. Uh, he could, but we we might keep it. Uh, I like the, it. Keeps it real, raw, right? Yeah, yeah. It keeps a, it, everyone can feel that uh, we're hanging out. And again, big shout out to Brian Fullerton for the incredible generosity uh, to let me do this at his studio because it saved me from driving all across Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having uh, to set up all your stuff, lug it's been it all efficient. Around. Yeah. yeah. So well, very, good. Very thankful. Um, so yeah, back to your workout. Shoulder day. Mm-hmm. I'll do that one day. That's my yep. favorite because I feel like. I feel just I, you look and feel better when your shoulders are when they're popping when they're popping out yeah yeah and absolutely so I, I appreciate that I do a chest and try day okay um, sometimes I'll do an arms day where I'll do both but usually it's sure. chest and try and I'll hit uh, bicep with the shoulder yep like you did I always like to do a little core workout yep. at the end absolutely um, planks or uh, I do a whole bunch of yeah a rotation so would you say you're doing just more so. Um, like just bodybuilding movements? You're doing a little bit of CrossFit? What do you... Yeah, not CrossFit. Okay. Yeah, bodybuilding, but <clears throat> I'm rehabbing my shoulder and my knee, so I'm real lightweight right now. Sure. Just trying to rebuild those. Yeah. A lot of band work. Cool. Um, trying to, to heal up. Yeah, So it's been awesome. frustrating. This road tour is... I was went from working out consistently four mm-hmm. or five days a week all summer yeah. to for the last three weeks not working out. Sure. I feel like crap. And you know from what I mean? listening to your podcasts, um, you're a morning guy. Right. That's yeah. That's every morning I hit the gym. So tell people how you do that. How, how how do you wake up bright and early, go to the gym, and then you got a, a work? Yeah. Day I, well, I wake up at five or five thirty, yep. and the gym's literally a half a mile from my house. Okay. So Sweet. I'll wake up first thing in the morning. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. There's really no one around, especially during COVID. The gym's open, but people are uh, hesitant to go. So sure. it's like, I got my own gym to myself. So Absolutely. If I don't, I, I, if I don't work out by 7am, I, it's hard for me to get it done. Cause my days are so full. Yep. So it's first thing in the morning. Man. Oh man. That's my, just my schedule though. My joints just can't handle it in the morning. Like really? I, gotta, I gotta get the blood flow going. I used to do at college here and there, mm-hmm. I would do some workouts and bright and early five o'clock, five thirty, whatever yeah. it was. And I just figured and learned about my body once I get moving throughout the day, mm-hmm. I'm way better in the afternoon. I have better okay. lifts. I'm setting more PR, stuff like that. It just works for me, but I'm glad it works for you to do. Yeah. And I love back morning. day too. Little, little uh, lap pull down, oh, yeah. some rows. Yep. You know. The classics. Yeah. Can't so, beat them, man. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, all right. So, back, back to the business. When you get done with college, did it go mm-hmm. then at the full time? You got to 85 yards where you're at now? Mm-hmm. So basically when I graduated, I would say I had like 35 lawns lined up, right? Okay. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll do like the weekend warrior thing and then I'm going to train on the side because that's what my degree was. And I wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach for okay. a collegiate team maybe. Okay. Um, just do you still want to do that? or I would eventually, but right now I'm just so passionate about what I'm doing with the landscaping. So yeah. it's always great to have that degree to fall back on. And then obviously I can get different certifications to get very specific. Um, but 
the phone just kept ringing. You know, people all of a sudden were like, oh yeah, Jake does this, Jake does that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it was just referral, referral, referral. Mm-hmm. And I would say literally tripled the biz basically that summer. So Which was what year? That was 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we're in 2020, which has been mm-hmm. a funky year in Michigan. Yep. But you're at 85 accounts. Mm-hmm. Are these uh, $35 cuts, $45 cuts? Pretty much. Yep. So I would say anywhere, because I do have some properties that are huge too. Like mm-hmm. I got a couple um, acre properties and then on Fridays I take care of a large church. Um, but for the most part, I'd say you're averaging between 35 and 42 bucks a cut. Okay. And then what's what's the setup? What more are you rocking with? I, so, I see your... Uh, F-350 out yep. there, mm-hmm. 2010 F-350. Yep. What kind of trailer you pull in sure. and uh, what kind of mowers, weed eaters? So I've got a enclosed 7 by 16 mm-hmm. black trailer. We got two Laser Zs that we do for our Friday route, mm-hmm. uh, 2016 Laser ZX, and then I just got a new 2020 Laser How ZX. How many acres is the church? Or it's a pretty big property? Overall, it's about a 10-acre property, okay. but we're cutting grass-wise, I'd say six and a half to seven acres. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, we're there, just two guys, myself and my brother-in-law on Fridays, and we're there about three hours, so we're okay. pretty productive with those mowers. And then weed eaters, we've got um, some Sundawa whips, which I mean, basically are the same as Echo for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then same, co- same company. Basically. Exactly. It's just, yeah, just different, different label. Yep. Um, and then Red Max blowers. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I missing here? And then uh, on the route Monday through Thursday, we always have a 60 inch laser in the trailer along with a 36 inch Metro X mark Metro for the backyard gated okay, properties. So th- 35 bucks to 42. What's mm-hmm. the church? The church. Oh, it's, it's expensive. Okay. Yeah. yeah for three, three man, three guys, just two three, guys, two guys. Yeah. So that's six man hours. Mm hmm. Yeah, so basically we try to make it around a hundred bucks an hour. So okay, we're close to that mark. All right. Yeah, you're talking all secretive on me. Like no, you don't I, want everyone knowing your number. Well, yeah, because like I, I don't know, like because I, I'm priced high. I know I'm priced high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't want to like necessarily get undercut or something like that. Yeah. But no, it's a, it's a five hundred twenty dollar cut a week. Oh wow. Yeah. So it, it's very profitable. Yeah, because you guys are doing two guys three hours mm-hmm. six. There you go. It's it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll, that'll work. And then the 35, the 42. Yeah, I'm, I'm not used to that. Yeah, I keep hitting stuff. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, 35 to 42. Do you have a good route density on those? Are you driving all around yeah. Michigan or what? So I would say like on each day I'm in a different city, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I'm not just like Brian where I could be in maybe Wixom or Novi for mm-hmm. three or four days. So that's the reason why also the lawn clients aren't at like a hundred accounts, 120 accounts, because I'm Mm -hmm. trying to slowly stop venturing out less windshield time. And I want to get that route density up. Absolutely. So not there yet, but it's, it's starting to develop into something very, very, do you have one of those areas or neighborhoods you were like, this is where I want more of. Yes, exactly. I've got in uh, Troy. Okay. Um, we've got about 20 some properties that we do, in about four hours. But mm-hmm. the thing is, we also have some windshield time in there while we're driving around. So I'm like, if I can maybe just knock it down to either one subdivision or like a, a mile and a half radius, that mm-hmm. would be ideal. And it's just not there yet, which is fine. What do you like about that area? 
I like it because it's very open. There's mm-hmm. very minimal accounts with fencing. I have some that have fencing, but they're getting charged more because it takes more time. You know, mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Um, but for the most part, you're going to have very open properties. And it's just in Oakland County. I mean, it's a, a very nice subdivision and people mm-hmm. take care of their properties and they value us entrepreneurs taking care of their properties. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm trying to understand your business, Jake. Sure. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, is that stop the maintenance right there? What's Friday and Saturday? And then Friday is also lawn cutting as well. We do that big oh, church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, do the big that's church Friday. and then some other residential accounts. Okay. And then on Saturday, we'll take care of, you know, the prunings that people need, the weed control. And I, mm-hmm. by weed control, I just mean weeding. I don't have my fur license okay. or anything like and that. And then uh, rain, if it rains, yep. you're screwed. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're scrambling. With um, my days, I'm typically mowing anywhere from like 8 to 3 30 so it's mm-hmm. not a very long day it seems like it because we're just banging out these lawns right yeah but there's cushion for those days because you have hours of you know some guys are cutting till seven eight o'clock at night yeah. i'm not doing that so if we get a rain day we just try and jumble it we'll, we'll do some more on monday if it rains tuesday we'll do a little extra on monday Got maybe it. a little bit more on wednesday okay yep so it's very manageable right now yeah and it'll be even more manageable when you have Higher route density. Yeah, and then how's the employee? You mentioned something about a brother-in-law, yep. an employer. Who's your staff? Today's interview with Jake Miser will resume in a minute. Paul's one-on-one coaching resumes shortly once Paul returns to Atlanta. If you want to go one of those coveted coaching slots ahead of his fall road tour, then certainly slide on over to greenindustrypodcast.com. However, if you need help right away, I do recommend Paul's e-course. These excellent video lectures will get you up to speed quickly and currently on sale for our podcast listeners for only $97, also at greenindustrypodcast.com. Today's show... Sponsored by Echo, makers of the new PW4200 pressure washer, part of that Echo X series that we've been talking so much about. Now more with Jake and Paul Jamison, your host, coming right back here on the Green Industry Podcast. Hey guys, it's Brittany Amon with the Hardscape Academy. We have created a how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls guide that are both two and a half hours to three hours long, available immediately online after you purchase for $99 at thehardscapeacademy.com. We also have two free courses on there, how to build slab steps and how to install slab stairs. You should check them out at thehardscapeacademy.com. Green Industry Podcast Summer Tour, powered by Echo, rolls on. Once again, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Yeah, and then how's the employee? You mentioned something about a brother-in-law, yep. an employer. Who's your staff? So my brother-in-law, he owns his own lawn company as well, and he's out in Fenton, Michigan. It's a little bit west okay. of here. And he started that about two years ago. He's a retired pro- hockey player. And he was like, you know what? I kind of want to start a lawn care company. Saw that I was doing it. I don't know if I'm the inspiration, but he knew that I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And so he started up his company and he's got a nice client base too. I think he's up to 30, 40 lawns now. So he's cutting grass Tuesday through Thursday. Monday, he does those odd jobs, whether it's Mm -hmm. prunings, weeding. And then Friday, he helps me. Okay. And then and if, if I'm prying too much, stop me. But no, uh, financially, I know mm-hmm. in Michigan, it's just kind of intimidating to me because in Georgia, we can make revenue year round. Sure. Uh, January, we have crepe myrtles we prune. A lot of our mulch and pine straw installations mm-hmm. are in January, February. 
March were um, scalping the grass down, getting okay. ready for the season. Sure. And so, and in November and December, you still have leaf cleanup. Yeah. So, yeah, the winters are light. And some people will shut it down for a couple months while it is dormant. Sure. But you can make revenue. Which is great. Yeah. In Jealous. December, January, February. You don't have to. Sure. But it's 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 a different ball game. We, yeah. It doesn't snow. So Absolutely. out here, you know, I, I see these guys, they have snow uh, plow companies mm-hmm. and lawn care companies, or yep. do some people just save all their money? Like, what's your winter plan? What's so, your, what do yeah. you do in the winter? So and financially, my, how do you make it work? My winter plan is I do snow removal as okay. well. I'm definitely a small fish in a big pond. Mm-hmm. Um, started that as well in 2018. So I'm slowly mm-hmm. learning how the whole industry works. But mm-hmm. um, yep, we do snow removal in the winter. We've got, I want to say 30 some houses that we do. And most of them are lawn clients. Some are just not lawn clients. They're just uh, in that tight route. And then mm-hmm. we do some commercial buildings as well. Has that, I mean, that, uh, I, I got to be careful because I don't, I'm not in the guys who are in snow plow. Don't get mad at me. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like it's so much, I guess you already have the F350. Mm-hmm. But I yep. feel like just all the costs, it's like, man, how do you it make add, money doing that? It adds that? up, right? So how I started out was uh, actually with an F-150 and a light-duty plow. That was mm-hmm. my first winter. And then I had that uh, F-350 last winter. And I bought a used Boss plow. So okay. I got a great deal on it. And so that was nice, too. And I had a buddy that was selling it. And so I know it was taken care of. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, he had too much equipment. And... So being able to find the deals is great, but I mean, there's just so much money in snow. It's just ridiculous. I My dad uh, has a coworker and that coworker's buddy just does snow removal. He doesn't yeah. do any, dude, he takes eight months of the year off and he wow. works four. I mean, he grinds. He's got, you know, 25 trucks. He's got a bunch yeah. of guys. Well, Troy Clog, I was just at his place yesterday, yeah. Troy Clog and Associates. Mm-hmm. And they had, I think, over 400 truck fleet. Now, they're not all active, but over the years, they bought 400 trucks. That's insane. He was just showing me all the snow plows and just incredible. But I've seen their Instagram, how they just have them all lined up. Yeah, I was there. It oh was just row after row, and there's numbers on the trucks, Jake. It's yeah. like 267, you know, 313, and those numbers are the, the order of which that's, they were purchased. crazy. I was like, 395. Yep. Like, you guys bought 395 trucks? He's like, yeah. They're not all, like, some of them they've sold, or some mm-hmm. of them broke down, and they just Part of them out or whatever. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But 400 trucks over the course yeah. of their business. And he's, I think he said, and you can go back. It was an excellent episode. Okay. Troy Clogg, smart fellow. He is. Thanks again. Brian got that one connected for me. But um, I think he was at like 60% of his business is snow plow. Okay. And Good then the other him. design, build, lawn maintenance, and um, I'm missing something. Hardscaping. Hardscaping. Well, no, that's design, build. For, oh, Furt and Squirt. Mm-hmm. So he's got all that, but snow plow was all of that you know, didn't even equal what he got, gets in revenue for snowplow. So I'm like, man, it's just, my brain can't compute that. Sure. It doesn't snow in Georgia. Absolutely. Yeah. Being a Southern boy, right? That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy when you start running numbers and you ask around, Hey, you know, I need help, you know, figuring out how to charge this kind of stuff. And it's great to have resources like Brian, Mike Bedell, guys that are local that can really help you out. Nice little plug for the Launchpreneur Academy. Absolutely. New website, launchpreneur.com. Absolutely. Um, And just getting to know kind of the... The ins and outs. It, it it was mind blowing when you can find out how much some guys are making. Just and and the then water. there's uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar Johnny Mo from Pennsylvania. Yep. I watch him on YouTube. He's save your money by Labor Day mm-hmm. kind of guy. Okay. So hustle and grind lawn care. You know he probably went well. He say work as much as you can in the spring and mm-hmm. summer. Save however much money you need for the winter by Labor Day. Keep yeah. working in September and October sure. when things start to shut down. 
you have so much money saved up, you live off of that yep. in December, January, February. Absolutely. You know? So that's another way to do it is know your numbers and save. Sure. Like crazy. Absolutely. And, and take, take three off. weeks off for Sam. Yeah. Sam. Exactly. For Sammy. Yeah. Absolutely. You call her Sammy. Yeah, I do call her Sammy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You should see Jake smile, man. Yeah, she's pretty cute. How about your girl? You found her yet? Um. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll there's, see. There's a girl that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm contemplating. You know, in in life, I talk about margin all the time. Mm-hmm. My my work schedule has been so intentionally, it's been so full with this podcast. Where the the show right now, Jake's number seventy two in the in the country. That's phenomenal. You know, uh, business entrepreneurship. Yeah. Brian's thirty thirty seven. Right. Yeah. Big big Man, time climbing. But, but for two ladder. two episodes or two podcasts in our industry and Julio Tomei's popping and Keith Kalfas. I mm-hmm. mean, there's yeah, there's four shows in our industry that are, you know, tracking because yep. we like to be learning while we're on the mower. Sure. You know, it's entertaining to be listening to you and Brian chop it up or Brian Absolutely. and whoever. Or uh, hopefully this show, you guys are enjoying Jake and I's conversation. Absolutely. Um, that you, you find value from it. But I've put in so much hard work behind the scenes with this show. Absolutely. That I'm kind of like, I want to get this stabilized. And then once I kind of got that, I'm going to sure uh, be a little more aggressive. Yeah. But I, yeah, I got a, I got somebody in mind. Uh, do you mind me asking you about your business? Yeah. Switch, flip the switch. Yeah. Let's flip the switch. Yeah. How many clients do you take care of in Georgia? Because I know you take care of some high-profile people. Yeah, so That's the, very the, cool. the, the the defensive coordinator um, of the Falcons, mm-hmm. uh, he used to be the head coach of uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. And then um, the defense, or pardon me, the captain of the team, uh, Ricardo Allen. But what I what I did, Jake, is I, and I didn't know I was doing this right, mm-hmm. but I did route density where there's one neighborhood where all these guys um, live in. Yeah. And so I said, well, let me let me back up before that. I was working for a real estate agent, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I was big stuff because this real estate agent, I was driving all over Atlanta. They, whatever house was for sale, mm-hmm. I would maintain it until it sold. Okay. And then in the midst of that, a new house would come on the market. So sure. basically, whatever, there was a, she was the second leading sales in the Atlanta market. Okay. There's so many houses. I couldn't keep up with all of them, but yeah. I, I had it offered to me. So- uh, I would, you know, maintain all these yards until eventually the new person would move in. And yep. then it was up to me if I could sell them or not. Sure. You know, sometimes it'd be hit or miss. So I was meeting with a mentor of mine mm-hmm. and he's, he was in business for like 18 years, you know, very smart guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like bragging, like, man, I'm working for so-and-so. And like, I'm, and he's like, you're driving all over Atlanta in our traffic. He's like, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. And it crushed me because I thought I was you doing thought you well. Were doing great. Yeah, and I had business, but you said windshield time. Yep. I was literally driving all over Atlanta because mm-hmm. that was part of my deal with the lady. Is I had to do as much as I could. Sure. I couldn't nitpick. Absolutely. Or cherry pick. So he's like Paul. He's like pick one neighborhood mm-hmm. and and take over that neighborhood. Yep. And so I did. I I picked a neighborhood that uh, there's a bank robber that Larry King interviewed famous bank robber said really? why'd you rob the bank and he he said because they didn't catch him for the longest time and finally he's in prison now but mm-hmm. he told larry king he's like because that's where the money's at Duh. you know so i picked the neighborhood yep. uh where the money's at mm-hmm. and then i just went to town sure and just 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 plowed away mm-hmm. and i realized a few years ago that high the the, the maintenance deal wasn't going to be feasible with all this. Sure. Uh, the the podcasting opportunities started popping, and traveling. Mm-hmm. I, I I hated one of the biggest. There, there's pros and cons to lawn maintenance. Sure. For me, the biggest con 
one of the biggest cons, the negatives about lawn maintenance is if you want to take a week off in June, July, or August. Good luck. You, you can't. Mm-mm. You really can't. Yeah. I mean, unless you have the the most awesome, you know, you got like a crew leader and some guys you can really yeah. trust. Absolutely, and you are you're at that stage, like Caleb Allman type stuff, where mm-hmm. he's got Bo Campbell. Caleb can take off for a week, and when he comes back, everything's going to be in in order. Yeah, Jake, I couldn't do that because my business wasn't. I was like, I'd be at the beach and I'd be worried about. Are they going to show up today yeah. or not? And then that, then that spoke on my leadership or whatever. So it was probably about three years ago when I actually had a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to flip this thing from lawn maintenance to enhancements so that I can travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, if you guys are listening, I'm not saying that's the blueprint because not everyone has a podcast sure. or even the desire to travel as much as I do. But I knew I couldn't I couldn't fulfill the desires that I have to travel or be have the opportunity to travel. Sure. With high volume lawn maintenance, absolutely. And so I, I started uh, a major uh, transition into enhancements because you can schedule. I have a three week block where I'm gone, mm-hmm. so it's like no work scheduled. I've been yep. on my phone like crazy. People FaceTiming me, like you know, the irrigation ain't working. Part FaceTime me, you know, yep. it's like you'd never really get away. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, whatever. It's not like there's a full break, but for me, enhancements. Um, Financially, it's way better profit margin. Sure. But the thing is that, and I want guys to understand they're listening, I put in a decade of building reputations in mm-hmm. the neighborhood. So pretty much I can go in the neighborhood and everyone knows me. Even yep. the people who aren't my customers know Paul. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they call me podcast Paul, but they're, oh, they're, cool. they're walking or whatever. Yeah. Melissa's in her Ferrari going to Home Depot. Hey, Paul. <laughs> like everyone knows yeah. me because I've been in there for sure. 10 years. So what that's done for my enhancements is it's just i i have more of a pool to choose from that's Mm -hmm. why i was asking you about your neighborhoods i was like which one's your favorite exactly because my advice would be dude go all in and just keep building and eventually drop one of these other day routes when you can build in troy i think it was sure yep so just just like start hammering away and and uh, we have well it's not out yet jake but uh mike dower's episode will be up next monday but by the time Mm -hmm. you guys are listening this is already up and he talked about finding the you know the zip code finding out what the medium in, median income is mm-hmm. and 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 really picking a neighborhood where there's there's wealth sure. there's money and 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 select carefully where you want to work mm-hmm. and 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 have strategy to that and my mistake you asked me about my business I didn't do that early on I just followed the real estate agent sure. around and that wasn't smart with um the neighborhood that you finally picked you're like this is where I want to plant my seed uh-huh. right did you have to offer a little bit lower prices in order to kind of really get that target market or how did I you did. Really, I did. Yeah. I didn't have to. Yeah. I, I yeah, of I course you have to based on the neighborhood. I thought, I re- and, and again, guys listening, I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question with honesty, mm-hmm. but in hindsight, I regret what I did. Sure. But yeah, I would say, well, I, re- I really need to get this one. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to say 225 and I had mm-hmm. a poverty mentality. I didn't have confidence. I was a mess uh, business wise. Mm-hmm. And so I'd quote a property for two twenty five a month mm-hmm. to later find out the previous guy was charging four hundred. <laughs> oh my gosh! And how, <laughs> big, how big are these um, properties? Well, they're they're uh, they're half acre, but there's a lot of hedge trimming. So okay, we're not mowing, edging, and blowing. We're mowing, edging, um, trimming the bushes is mm-hmm. actually taking longer 
then you talked about a Saturday little quick prune. Yep. In Georgia, I don't know. Are you a football college football guy? Yeah, absolutely. The Georgia Bulldogs at their stadium, it's called Between the Hedges. So, okay. So if you've ever watched the Georgia game, there's actually bushes, or you could call them bushes, I guess. They're hedges. Okay. On the stadium. Oh, very cool. Um, I've never noticed that, but I'll right, have to look Right for behind it. the sideline. Okay. So those are really popular in uh, Georgia. Okay. But they need attention every single week. To, really? To, to look. Every week? Oh, every week. Oh, my every gosh. Week, for sure. And it takes more time to do that than actually striping it up real sure. quick. So that's a, and I hate, you guys that live in the South know what I'm talking about. I hate, I hate trimming, uh, hedge trimming. I just hate it. It just gets old real fast. It, it, especially it's, when you're straining on the shoulder. It's, it, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like cutting grass and striping and things up. Sure. I like, I like edging. I don't like hedge trimming, but, uh. Yeah, so I would undercharge to get the job. Okay. I'd get the job, which yep. got me in the neighborhood, yes. Mm-hmm. But it literally, it was, so then you I lost go, money. You have to go through then the awkward conversation once you then kind of realize your worth, right? Cause it's yeah, like, well, of, oh, of raising my price. Yeah. And, and then, you know, well, all all the new customers then would begin to get priced accurately. Mm-hmm. But there was, a, there was a season early on, which yes, that did get me in the neighborhood, but I would have probably got it anyway if I would have priced mm-hmm. it at 400. Yeah. Because I, I wear, when I work, I wear a golf shirt. Sure. I have these khaki shorts or normally I wear, wear pants, yeah. but it just depends. If it's 92, forget about it. Yeah. I'll put shorts on. Yep. If it's in the seventies, I'll definitely have Absolutely. khaki pants. My shirt's tucked in. I know how to do the deal because these are, these are, you know, multi, you can't live in this neighborhood if you're not a multimillionaire. Sure. Unless you're in debt and you're struggling. Yeah, right. But most of them are wealthy. Sure. You know, and uh, they, they want professionalism. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, mm-hmm. ma'am. So I know how to do that game. Absolutely. I just didn't know my numbers and, and I got, I got taken to town for, you know, a year okay. until I got. Hey, that's good. It was only a year though. Yeah. There are guys that go years, five, six years without even realizing their work. And that's why you need a mentor. Because mm-hmm. for me, I had a mentor who goes over my numbers and said, you're, you're, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Do it doing this, yeah. you know? And I thought I was doing good because my revenue was over 100000 Sure. So I'm thinking. Oh, I'm big you know, time. Yeah. I make over 100000 you know, That's top line revenue. Big yeah. deal. <laughs> if exactly. If your expenses are... So much, yeah. If your expenses are a hundred too, you're not doing yeah, so. Well, hot, it wasn't right? that bad, but it was still bad. It yeah. was, it wasn't good. And until now, it's absolutely. You know, I got it figured out. And I think that's why, like podcasts like this and Brian's podcast and Keith's, it's yeah. you. You have that mentor in like the stratosphere of the world with the podcast now. Yeah, which is great. I think in my in my opinion. Yeah. Well, this is and this is more generalized. If you can sure. always do. If you're in hardscaping, Caleb Allman, mm-hmm. I love Caleb Allman. He does one-on-one coaching. Yep. Uh, for an hour, you can call him and mm-hmm. actually share the details of your yeah. business. Brian does one-on-one coaching. And then he has his um, hardscaping program too, Caleb, yeah. right? Yeah. Caleb, yeah, Hardscape mm-hmm. Academy. Yep. And then, you know, I do one-on-one coaching. But yeah, just listening to this show for free, you can learn principles about this business and, and implementing your, your business. But if you ever wanted like actually one-on-one mentorship, mm-hmm. I, I'm closed right now while I'm on the tour, but sure. when I get back, I'll open that back up. Brian's open right now. Caleb's open, but yeah, yeah get a mentor or someone in your uh, area that you can go to coffee to. Absolutely. That, that's a businessman that, and, and when you find your mentor, find someone that you want to be like, you know, Absolutely. The, my two mentors back in it, well, actually I have three, but they're all way ahead of me. Like, okay. You know, in age they're, yep. you know, they're in their fifties or, you know, one guy's in his sixties, I would say fifties or sixties and they're well off. Great. Like they've, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So don't listen to some, you know, young kid that's yeah. just figuring it out. You know, listen to someone who's got deck or, or a long time 
of success. Absolutely. That knows what they're doing. Yeah. Because we have to be careful, Jake, because there's so much expenses, mm-hmm. $35 to $42 cut. You know, that mode, those lasers, uh, uh, how much were, did you pay for those? It was used over seven. Used? I bought new for the this year's, and then a couple of years ago I bought it. Used. How much did you drop on the new one? Seventeen. Okay, and yeah. then how much was the used? one? The used one, quite a difference. It was six grand. Okay, I but think. still, that's twenty three thousand dollars just in mowers that you have to charge to your customers mm-hmm. each week just to pay for your mower. So it, it might be a small, you know, little. And there's mathematical formulas to figure mm-hmm. out how much is that, but. $23,000 needs to be paid for by the customers. Exactly. And that's not counting all the mixed oil you're putting in. Yep. All the gas you're putting in. in uh, what's your truck take? Uh, it's just normal gas. Okay. Gas or 87. That thing yep. probably uh, sucks gas. Oh, yeah. How many Absolutely. miles per gallon? Uh, when it's pulling the rig, like nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. That That's a lot of gasoline mm-hmm. um, that you're paying per year. The, the oil, you know, 50 to one mix ratio. Yeah. All your uh, Shindawa equipment, mm-hmm. you know, that's down, five, six hundred bucks. Down to bucks. the trimmer line. I mean, it just yeah. all adds and up. And so all of that adds up to where just because the neighbor's charging 35, their service provider's charging 35, we feel like, well, I got to charge 35 yeah. just to have a shot. And now we're just comparing it to what the other guys, exactly. when really we need to know our numbers, like what's it really take to be profitable? Yep. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's been a race to the bottom, and there's so many low prices out mm-hmm. there that most guys listening to this, you know, you guys, we got to be careful. Absolutely, we got to be very careful because it's, it's it's on us to increase the industry standard. Yeah, really I'm on is. a mission. Brian's on a mission with yep. these shows that all tides rise. Absolutely. Is that what they say? Yep. Because if if everyone was charging more, then there wouldn't yeah. be, you know. uh my buddy David was telling me we had coffee uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And he had to do a funeral. A guy committed suicide oh. uh, in in our industry. He's in his forties mm. or something. He had uh, two kids and a wife, and and everyone thought he had all the fancy stuff. Yeah. You know, the trucks. The the everyone thought his business was just booming. It looked like it mm-hmm. from the outside, but internally he was robbing Peter to pay Paul, and the stress of it, he just couldn't take it anymore. And and uh, did the worst mm-hmm. thing possible because now here's his wife and kids yeah. they're 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 ruined for a lot i'm yeah. not ruined but they're uh that's a hard ties. that's a hardship to go through absolutely yeah. and, and uh it all went back to he was in a financial mm-hmm. uh bad spot and he owned a landscaping business and no nah, I, I don't know i didn't know the details of it other mm-hmm. than there was financial it was a financial issue sure but still we don't want to be we don't want to even be in that situation yeah. i, I want to see you prospering and, and, and Brian prospering and me prospering, but mm-hmm. it, it really takes charging the right price, Absolutely. And profitable I think, price. And I think it's good that we're, we're telling others in our industry, right? But at the same time too, I think it's also very important to explain to your customers why certain things cost what they do. I've had conversations with customers where they'll be like, well, I know Joe Schmo down the street does it for that. Rick's mowing. Yeah, exactly. And I said, well, <laughs> you know, does Rick pay his taxes? Does Rick have disability insurance? Does he have work comp? Does he have general liability? There, there's so much that factors and, into and it. And he doesn't. And, and the problem with Rick's mowing is three years from now, he's he, not going to be He's not going to be here. Yeah. Whereas three years from now, you're going to be at the next level. Exactly. Brian's going to be at the next level. I'm going to be at the next level. It's because we we know our worth, we mm-hmm. know our expenses and we charge accordingly. Yep. And you got to be thick skinned. You got to be, it's got to be okay for Miss Susie to tell you no. Exactly. Jake, that price is ridiculous. 
and and say, okay, well, you Not know, feel free to give me a call if, if it doesn't work out with Rick. And it, it happens nine <laughs> times out of ten. You know, yeah. oh, Ricky's going to cut it this year. Hey, no problem. We appreciate your business last year. If things change, let us know. Three weeks later, Ricky hasn't been Rick there. didn't show up. Rick didn't sh- no kidding. He didn't for half the price. That's great. Yeah, I, he doesn't answer my calls. He doesn't answer my texts. Well, <laughs> we've all heard that. Yeah. Well, hopefully you've heard that. Yeah, more and times be professional than when, when they say no. Naylor Taliaferro shared on here, and he showed me the house on the corner. Mm-hmm. Naylor was, you know Naylor? No, I don't. He's uh, in Virginia. Okay. A lawn care rookie. He was charging this house $55 a week. Okay. And the lady said, for whatever reason, we can't afford weekly. We can only afford bi-weekly. bi-weekly. So we'll, we'll we'll do 55 bi-weekly. Okay. Naylor said, that's no. not an option. It's We only offer weekly. Mm-hmm. 55 a week. So she ends services with, with Naylor. Okay. Then the new guy shows up. And the new guy does it, okay, Jake, bi-weekly. Okay. What do you think his price was, Rick? It, it was probably thirty-five. It was it was fifty. Oh, really? But still, okay. This guy was leaving money on the table because she would have paid him fifty-five. Yep. Bi-weekly, which mm-hmm. what you shouldn't, depending on where you live in the, in the country. But that was foolish anyway. And he was low. He left. I mean, she would have said yes, mm-hmm. even if he would have said seventy. You know, fifty-five every two weeks is she's she didn't want to pay a hundred and ten essentially. Yep. I bet you that guy could have said 75 bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. She and would have probably said yes, because yeah. that would have still saved her $35. Yep. So it's just like little simple things like that. Most people undersell themselves. Absolutely. And, and I'm on a mission with this show is to, to give you guys confidence to to boost your price. And there's crazy, you know, I'll do these one-on-one coaching calls and mm-hmm. people, will, they're going to charge like $4,400 for a saw job. Mm-hmm. We'll get to talking and I'll be like, no, dude. You need to charge sixty one hundred after mm-hmm. we actually go through the math, and then they'll call me back. I'm like, Paul, I got the job. That's you fantastic. Know what I mean? like, yeah, and they would have got the job at forty four hundred. Yeah. They would have lost money. Yep. So it's like, know your numbers. Absolutely. And, uh, a quick plug for my bookkeeper, uh, Megan and Joey. They're down in um, Pensacola, Florida, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Marty will put their link in today's show notes. Uh, you can call them for free for fifteen minutes. Okay, they'll give you a consultation, see if they're the right fit for you. But get Wonderful. a bookkeeper. Keep. Get a bookkeeper to help you know your numbers and they'll help you show you where you're profitable or not. Yeah. So a little plug while you're on my Absolutely. numbers. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing worse than working and losing money mm-hmm. or, or, or or being vain and in it. I think too, there's a lot of guys and gals in the industry that might be afraid to ask questions because they don't they think, Oh, I'm gonna look stupid if I ask this question. So you know what? I'm just gonna figure it out myself. And I did that for a couple of years where I was like, you know what? Like I feel like I should know this, but once you get to an and everyone benefits because one, we like to help others, right? So if somebody mm-hmm. asks you a question, you're more than happy to help them because you know you're helping them and vice versa. Yeah. And we put all this out there for free, but in your neighborhood, you know, Rick across the street, Rick's mowing, he doesn't want to tell you what he's charging. Like mm-hmm. they act like you're enemies. Yeah. Now, I don't know how it is up here in Michigan, dude. but a lot of guys will look at you like, don't mm-hmm. even look at me, you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's ridiculous. Like I, I see this uh, company; they're pretty popular in Troy. Greenline. Um, there's a couple trucks, and like the guys don't even like, look at me when they're mowing. And I'm like, I'm trying to wait. Like, hey, what's up? Hope you're yeah. having a good day. It's like, okay, cool. Like, just trying to be friendly and say hi. But yeah, it's kind of like that. 
Yeah. So I'm not, I, I'm just like, what's up, Mario? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm friends with them because exactly. you, you never know, you know, if Mario gets a He's battery a tight spot. Yeah. Mario's help. battery goes dead in his truck. You know, hey, man, I got you. Yeah. My tire goes, hey, I got you, Paul. Like, exactly. we got each other's back. And we'll say, man, how much you charging? 55. I'm a 55. And there's a mutual respect between me and Mario yeah. or me and whoever. I'm not going to undercut you. Like, exactly. You know, that's your property, whatever. Yep. If, if that, like, there's a, it's a manly respect. Absolutely. Like Mario's got that. Yep. And Mario, Mario's actually a real person. There's a few other, the other guys, um, they got funky Spanish names. There's a lot of guys in the neighborhood are Spanish, yeah. but, um, uh, long story short, I've seen them for seven, eight, nine years and they've just kept growing. I kept growing. Like we all kind of like, and then the Rick's mowing, they're long gone. Exactly. And the and guys you that and are, Mario are staying accountable with integrity. Mm -hmm. and, and these guys have, I mean, they do great work. Um, why can't I think of this guy's name? Salvador. 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 Oh, yeah. what a name. Yeah, yeah, Salvador. He's crushing it. But these yeah. guys are, you know, but we talk and, and we're constantly we're going back and forth. Mm -hmm. How much you charging for Pine Straw this year? How much you charging for all? How much you charging that account? And we know and, and, and they get pissed off as well because they see the race to the bottom where all these other guys come in and it's like they're like, I don't know how they're charging that. I don't yeah. know how they're charging that. And I'm like, they're not making money. They're they might get the job at that price. Yeah. But What's the purpose of going and doing something just to sweat and, and in the end exactly. not make money? Because that's 17000 in mowers and, you know, that truck. How much yeah. is that F350? Um, I bought it used. I believe I paid twelve for it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it just it all adds up. So there's, 30, there's over thirty grand right there in your truck and in your mowers, mm -hmm. and you got to charge that to the customer. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's not a hobby. Like, I can't just charge myself to do it. Yeah. But... How much time we got left? Uh, it's time to to wrap this. Time up. to wrap it up for, for fifty minutes. Look at that! And uh, beautiful night here. We got to go get our Instagram picture. Oh, cool! Let's do it. That yeah, sounds great. In front of your truck. So, well, thank you for having me, Paul. This has been yeah. fun. Uh, let people know your Instagram. My Instagram is at Jake's Lawn Care two four eight. What's two four eight stand for? It's the area code. So like okay. when you you call Brian or you call me, that's our area code two four eight. Jake's Lawn Care was taken, or Jake's Lawn Care LLC was taken too. So I just threw on the two four eight. It works. All right, and then there's the Jake, the Lawn Kid, uh, down in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got a big social mm -hmm. media. Yep. So, all right. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, thanks again to Brian and Liz for letting us hang out. It's actually a Friday night here in Novi. They're letting us hang out at their house. They got me a gift. Look at this. Look at that. You gonna open it while you're doing um, this? Is that the polite thing think, to do or what? Do you think you have to open it in front of them? Yeah, I'll open it in front okay. of them or on camera. Perfect. So, all right. And thanks again to Echo for uh, sponsoring the Summer Road Tour. And uh, we really appreciate their generosity making this all happen. I'm having a blast other than the lack of fitness. I'm, I'm looking at Jake's <laughs> Jake's biceps popping out of his I shirt. And I'm it. like, man, I, I, I got to get back in the gym. The vein of that. Look at that. This vein. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get out of the garage. My head's going to be so oh, big after man. this podcast. No, the shoulders are. That's a good. Shoulders on Friday. I like that because that's what my trainer, uh, I, I had a personal trainer mm -hmm. a little bit, kind of helped me with my rehabbing my shoulder because yeah. it's like I, I really had to. Um, do a lot of band work to kind yeah, of a lot of internal external rotation. Yeah, type just stuff. so I can work it again. But they're like, man, your shoulders, this this uh, you don't have any because because <laughs> uh, I couldn't work for a while because yeah. it hurt so bad. So I'm trying to get a little bit more because that that's what kind of makes you look big. Thank you. Is when you have those Jake shoulders. Yeah, I guess so. Jake shoulders. You, you get I appreciate a Sammy. That. You get a Sammy <laughs> you get when a you get Sammy those shoulders. You got the shoulders. There you Absolutely. go. All right, back to you, Marty, in the studio. 
I am actually a little surprised that Paul didn't reference my killer workout routine. On odd days, I jump to conclusions and push my luck, and then on the evens, dodge responsibilities and sometimes even carry things a little too far. It really is the secret of my success. Our summer road tour has been made possible by our friends at Echo, maker of professional-grade, dependable, handheld, outdoor power equipment, high-quality products like chainsaws, trimmers, blowers, and pressure washers. Echo-USA.com, that's the link to find your next upgrade. And if you're looking for a training program to help branch out into hardscaping, we highly recommend the hardscapeacademy.com. Don't forget your first two courses, how to install slab steps and how to install slab stairs absolutely free i'll throw the details in the notes we truly appreciate you listening and telling a friend about the green industry podcast you've been listening to the green industry podcast with paul jameson thanks again to echo for powering our first annual summer road tour check out echo's product line at echo-usa.com and don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on